The true virus, that's the topic of today. I know that you are wondering what in the world are we talking about? Well, the true virus is the, our worship service number 206, September the 6th, 2020 from Odessa, Texas. We say to our friends, hello, and thank you for watching and connecting. If you want to download the bulletin, go to the website vchurch.us, look for the tab bulletin, and then you can get it. Or if you are watching through a smart TV, bring your phone, open the camera, point towards the QR code, and you will be able to download the bulletin of today. I want to remind you about our fundraiser. We are growing in this fund, and, uh, but we still have a lot to go. We want to replace part of the equipment, and we thank you, dear viewer, for your support. If you want to help us, go on your browser to vchurch.us forward slash give or send a text message 432-268-0007. Indicate the amount and the system will take you through. Thank you so much for your support. The true virus. What exactly is the true virus? Well, let's read the scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Do nothing out of selfish, selfish ambition or pride. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Philippians 2.3 Selfishness, my friends, is the true virus. Selfishness has had infected our communities today. It's an infection that is killing and destroying families killing and destroying communities, killing and destroying companies, killing and destroying churches, killing and destroying nations. Everything can be destroyed because of selfish ambition or pride. It's a big problem. It's uh, actually an issue that is coming from several generations and is growing and we got to stop it. We can stop that in our hearts. We can stop that in our homes. We can stop selfishness. But it's not going to be easy. It's a challenge. But we can overcome this challenge. You know what a selfish person says? I am, ha I am happy only when I get what I want. That's what a selfish person says. So let's start with this first question. By reading this statement, I am happy only when I get what I want. Would you say that you identify with such a statement? Yeah. I am happy only when I get what I want. Only. You know, unfortunately, we go through seasons in life some of those seasons take us to that point when we are just thinking of this is what I want and that's all that I care for. I don't care about anybody else. It's all that I want. If I get what I want, then I'm happy. Well, that is exactly what a selfish person says. And I know that sometimes, as I said, we have seasons, we go in through those seasons and we just don't care about the rest. But for many of us, it's not the case. It's just a season. However, we need to study 
true characteristics of selfish people. And I will start with the, the definition of that. Eleven. The number one is they never show true interest in you. You want to know if someone is selfish? Anyone that you are dealing with? Well, the first thing that you will notice is that they never show true interest in you. How are you feeling? How are you doing? How is your business? How is your family? How is your health? How is everything going on with you? No. They meet you in places, but they never ask you one simple question about yourself. They never show true interest in you. Number one. Number two, they only talk to you when they want something from you. Selfish people will never call you to, to say hello to you or check in, check in on you. No. The only reason why they will talk to you is when they want something from you. If they don't want anything of you, they will not reach out. They will never come to your home. They will never send you a text message. They will never call you unless they want something from you. Number three, they never include you in their celebrations. You know, selfish people, they, they have those kind of uh, public things when they tell everybody about it. But it's not a real celebration. When they are truly celebrating something, they don't include you. And then eventually you find out, dang it, they were celebrating this and that, but they never invited me. <laughs> right. You were not part of those celebrations. Whatever is what the success was or the good thing was, you are not part of it. Four, they will use your feelings or emotions to manipulate you or control you. Every single time you show your feelings or emotions, selfish people will use that to manipulate you or to control you. You are sad for something and they will use that emotion. They see you angry and they will use that because they are going to Manipulate you. That's number four. What is number five? Being priority is not enough. They want to put you down. Which means is that selfish people, they are not satisfied simply by being priority in your life, in the conversation. No, it's not enough. They need to put you down. In those conversations with selfish people, <laughs> they don't get satisfied just by talking about themselves. You know, it's not enough. You will say, well, that should be plenty, right? We are just talking about you. We are not talking about me. You never ask me anything about me. No, but for them, it's not, it's not enough. They need to put you down. They will find ways to make you feel bad about something. <laughs> Selfish people are like that. Selfish people will disrespect boundaries. They don't have any respect for your schedule, your responsibilities, nothing. 
They will call you at any time, any day of the week, any time of the day. They don't respect any boundaries. They will come to your house or to your workplace unannounced, uninvited, just because they want something. You see, they do not respect boundaries. Another indication here. Number seven, they don't accept constructive criticism. Selfish people will never, never accept constructive criticism. You want to talk to a selfish person about how they can improve about something, or you are just annoyed by something, and you say, I would like to talk to you about something. You know, the other day you called me, and it was too late. And when you are about to start <laughs> talking about it, woof, there is a big fight there, because they don't accept constructive criticism. Number eight, they criticize others behind their backs. You are with someone that is selfish, you will hear how they are criticizing others, others that are not there with you. Selfish people are like that. It's another indication they are selfish. They love to criticize others. You can see that pretty quickly. Nine, they exaggerate their achievements. <laughs> a little thing that they have done, and man, it's a huge celebration they have. It's like it's, it's an, an, an amazing success. Little thing, it's like they got a PhD in something, you know? Number 10, in their eyes, you are not good enough, ever. It doesn't matter what you do to help or please a selfish person. You know, in their eyes, you are never good enough. Never. And you just think, man, what else can I do? I mean, I'm doing everything I can to help this guy, to help this person, to help this family. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm never good enough in their eyes. <laughs> and 11, dealing constantly with them makes your life miserable. When you are dealing with people that are selfish, probably this will be the most important characteristics. You will see, man, this is horrible, but it's exactly true. Every time I'm dealing with this individual makes me feel miserable. And all that tells you, you are dealing with someone that is selfish. That is the true virus, my friend. That virus is the virus that will kill anything and everything in our homes, in our working relationships, in our business relationships, in church, everywhere. Selfish people. And it seems like they can't see it, right? Again, if you come with me to the scripture in Philippians 2, 3. Let's read it all together, please. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or pride. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. The antidote is to 
in humility, value others. Appreciate others. That is a very good antidote that you can apply all the time. Think of how wonderful somebody is. Pay compliments to others and, and start to notice how wonderful things others do and others are. You should do that. I have a few questions here for you. What do you think politicians want? <laughs> what do you really think politicians want from you? Well, we know what they want. They want our vote. You know? And it doesn't matter which party the candidate is or when was that. 20 years ago, 100 years ago, or in five years from now, what politicians want is our vote. Is that bad? No, it's, it's part of the game. We know that. But you have to be aware of that. Well, the politicians, they want my vote. Okay, okay, next question. What do you think businesses want? When you are watching whatever is what you watch on TV or listening to the radio or social media, and you hear advertisement, what do you think businesses want? Well, they want you to buy their products, right? Is that wrong? No, it's just the way that it is, correct? Okay. What do you think churches want? When you see churches broadcasting in social media or whatever, we do that, what do you think churches want? Well, churches want more people coming to the church, of course. Is that bad? No. But it's just the way that it is, right? What do you think TV, radio, or newspapers want? Well, they want you following them. Because that means ratings. That means they can sell more ads. Correct? They inform you, kind of. <laughs> but basically what they want is you hanging out there. Correct? Is that bad? No. It's just the way that it is. What do you think social web apps want? All of them. What do you think they want? They want people following them and being on that app all the time, right? And why is that? Well, because they can sell ads. Is that bad? No. It's just the way that it is. But you have to see it, correct? You have to see that. So whether it's politicians or businesses or churches or TV, radio, newspapers, social web apps, all of them have an agenda. Or you don't know that. Sometimes we play naive. Correct? Sometimes we play naive. We just pretend that no, it's not what they want. No. We are wrong. They have an agenda. And that's understandable. Because it's the process of life, my friends. That doesn't making, make them necessarily selfish. I want you to see that. But you have to be aware of all that. What is exactly what they want? Philippians chapter 2, verse 3, again, says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or pride. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. 
So when you are talking about politicians, for instance, you need to think for a moment, is there anything in this candidate that shows <laughs> selfish ambition or pride? Or actually, this particular candidate is interested in value others. When you are talking about businesses, what you know is 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 that that they all they want? They want my money, and that's all. Or they want to really provide a good service for the community. Right. How many how many cases we have of politicians that they sold us one idea and they did the opposite? How many cases of companies we have that they sold us one idea and they did the opposite? How many cases we have of churches that sold those one idea and they did the opposite? And how many cases we have of TV news, radio stations, newspapers, and apps telling us one thing, but they were doing other things, you know? When we are dealing with life and at the same time dealing with people, we have to be aware that there are many individuals with selfish motives in each interaction with us, with you. So you need to think for deeply about each interaction, about each relationship, and think, is this person maybe that clever that it being so selfish is manipulating me and I am not even aware of it? Is it possible that a candidate or a TV station or a newspaper or a preacher is manipulating me and without me noticing? Is it possible that somebody in my family, in my home, is manipulating me and I am not even aware of it? That's what I am saying to you. The, the virus is there, my friends. It's a true virus. It's the true virus. And it's growing because more and more people are infected with that selfishness that is just unbelievable how many people are so selfish in these days. And we have to be aware of that. Now, you know, we, we understand that what really matters is not what we want, but what we need, correct? Because when we are going through life just wanting things, we can get confused. But we need to understand, well, what are our real needs? Well, let's start by describing the basic needs that everyone has, which are shelter, food, sleep, and health. Your basic needs are those, correct? You need to have a place where you live. You don't want to be homeless in the streets, not having a, a place where you can spend the night and take your shower, etc. It doesn't matter how big or small the house is. At the end, you want to have a place where you live, correct? That's a basic need. You need food. You don't need to eat this fancy food all the time. You need to sleep. And you need to have reasonable health. So those are basic needs. You are aware of that. You think, okay, they need that. Correct. What about you? What do you think? The problem is, the problem is sometimes we are just thinking, 
about other people's needs. And you need to think of your own needs as well. You have your needs. Because selfish people will manipulate you and you will not be even being responsible with your basic needs. You know that there are homes and families where somebody is so selfish that it doesn't matter for this person if you sleep or not, if you eat or not, if you have good health or not. It happens. You have to be aware of that. You have basic needs. You need to take care of those basic needs. You have emotional needs. Which are those? Well, the first and most important is you want to be loved and appreciated. It's a special emotional need. You have the need for affection and also belonging. Yeah, you want to feel that you belong to somebody, to somebody, to something. You need to feel the affection. You know, some people are more affectionate than others. You know that. Some people are, are very touchy and others are not, right? But everyone needs affection. Sometimes the affection comes through words. Sometimes the affection comes through actions. Sometimes through a touch. Yeah. But the important is to feel loved and appreciated. Amen. Now imagine you live somewhere and wherever you live and the selfish person is not providing for you that, but wants you to provide for the selfish person all that. That's a problem. That is what we are talking about. You need to open your eyes to that possibility. There are mental needs as well. One of those is fulfillment, and the other is challenges. Mentally speaking, you need to feel Satisfied with what you are doing, whatever is what you do. That's why it's important for everybody to have tasks, a vision, certain activities that you can do even if you are retired or even if you are disabled or you don't work formally. Well, whatever, you have to occupy your mind in something that makes you feel fulfilled and at the same time challenged. You think, okay, I will have this project going on. I have this goal. I need to do something with myself, your mental needs, and, of course, your spiritual needs that we all fulfill here in the church. What is the number one? Is to be accepted by God. Many people have said for many, many years, I accept Christ, they say. And people have asked them, have you accepted Christ? I'm not going to discuss the theology behind or the doctrine behind. I just want to make a point here. The one that really needs to accept one another here is the Lord. <laughs> he, needs, he is the one that we need us to accept us. He is the one who can accept you. And what is what we need about it? We just believe. We don't, need, we don't need to do anything to be accepted by God. Other than what? Faith. Faith that comes by what? By hearing the preaching of God. It's, it's a free gift. Yeah. We hear the preaching. 
Faith is in the air. It's a spiritual miracle. Comes into our hearts. We believe. We believe in the name of Jesus. We believe in his death and resurrection. We believe. And that makes us accepted by God. And then by being accepted and applying the word, we live a life that is approved by God. Because what's the point of being accepted by God? And then we continue to do whatever we want to do and everything that is wrong. You know, we are not approved by God. And if we are not approved by God, there is no way that we are going to be protected by God. We need to be accepted, first of all, and then what? Approved by God. He accepts us, and then he guides us to do what we need to do. And once we are doing what, what he wants us to do, according with the scripture, we are approved by him, and he will protect us. Right. Once you are protected by God, you will be empowered by God. Because the Lord says, I'm happy with you. Right. You know what? You, you came to me. You surrendered. I accept you. I approve your life. I protect you. And actually, I am empowering you to do whatever you need to do. You see? It's your spiritual need. Being empowered by God is what we call being anointed. The anointing of God, the anointing of God is exactly that. Being empowered by God to do what you need to do. Your calling. For, for a preacher like me, the anointing is that the Lord will give me his support and guidance. So whatever I do pleases the Lord, I'm empowered by God, and there is going to be a result. Someone that works in a company and is doing everything the way that should be doing it, the anointing of God is going to come on this person in such a way that is going to succeed in his career. Someone that has his own business is empowered by God and anointed by God by doing the business the right way. You see? Those are spiritual needs. So you discuss, we discussed already that. Basic needs, spiritual needs, emotional needs, mental needs. We know that. You know, next Sunday, on September 13, I'll be talking about working family. This is Labor Day. And I hope some of you have plans for this weekend and enjoy the weekend. But next Sunday, I'll be talking about a working family. What is exactly that? And how can we become a real working family? But again, your needs are those. Basic needs, emotional needs, mental needs, spiritual needs. Your needs have nothing to do with wanting more material stuff or more money. The fact that you have needs doesn't make you selfish. I, I need you to see that. You cannot think I'm, I'm very selfish because I, I just, I'm taking care of my needs. No, my friend, you are not being selfish by taking care of your needs. That's your responsibility. But your needs have nothing to do with wanting more material stuff or more money. You know? There is the problem. Is when we are going against the word. The Lord will bless everyone, but when there's a this insane desire to acquire more things and to get 
more things is, is bad. In order to serve others, we need to be okay. Are you okay? Well, I'm not okay. You know, my, my basic needs are not being met. My emotional needs either. My mental needs, my spiritual needs, what can I tell you? No, I'm not okay. Well, obviously, if you are not okay, you will have trouble to serve others. You need to be okay first. You need to work on satisfying your needs. That doesn't make you selfish. You are just being reasonable with yourself, responsible with yourself. Being okay is necessary to serve others. However, you need to learn to serve others even when you are not 100% okay. Sometimes we are not 100% okay. Many of our needs are being met, but we are not totally okay. But that doesn't mean that we cannot serve others. We still can serve others. And that is great. When you learn that, that even if you are not 100% okay, you can serve others. That's wonderful. In fact, helping others will help you. Quite often, by helping others, will make you feel a little bit better. You say, you know what, it's true, I'm not that great, I have difficulties, but, but I feel good after I help this person with whatever this person needs. You know, for all of us that serve in the church, all of us, we put money in the church, in the kingdom of God, we give it to the Lord, we do chores here in the church, right? We clean things, we kill insects out there, <laughs> right? We fix air conditioning, we clean the church. I mean, all the stuff that we all do here, yeah. well, that makes us feel good. We are helping others. Helping others will help us. But over all the things you need to listen to God about other people's needs, being aware of the manipulation of selfish ones. That's why you need to pay attention to the Lord. Listen to the Lord. Not what people are telling you directly, I want this, I need this. You know, there is so much going on there with selfish people today. You need to listen to God about other people's needs, being aware of the manipulation of selfish ones. Remember this. Politicians, businesses, churches, all social media, they have an agenda. What do you think that all of them basically want? <laughs> they want to tell you what to do. All of them, unfortunately, including churches. I want you to know that you have the right to live your own life. It doesn't matter who the president is. It doesn't matter how business are, are doing, businesses are doing. It doesn't matter which church is doing good and which church is doing not so good. It doesn't matter what social media are saying. It doesn't matter. You have the right to live your own life. It doesn't matter what selfish people around you are telling you. You have the, the right to live your own life. Live your own life. 
Whatever is what they are doing is fine. It's their choice. But you have your own life. Live your life. Leave him alone. Let him do whatever they want to do. And that includes your family. Includes your pastor. Includes your employer. Includes everybody. You have the right to live your own life. And your home, same thing. Your spouse's life is his life, is her life. You have your own life. Your children, same thing. They have their lives. Your parents, they have their life. You have the right to live your own life. There is nothing wrong with that. Live your own life. Do you know that you are free to think for yourself? It's amazing, but you, you, will see he, you will hear people that they, they don't think for themselves. I, I am amazed by seeing people acting like parrots. <laughs> Just repeating. Hola, me llama Lupe. You know, <laughs> what, what's that? My name is Lupe. They're like a parrot, they're just repeating what they are hearing. Because they heard that on the news, they heard that in social media, because they heard that from somebody. My friend, you need to learn to think for yourself. Come to your own conclusions about everything. About everything. About God, about the country, about the weather, about sports, about your family, about your money, your health. You are free to think for yourself. Enough is enough with the manipulation. Do not let anyone manipulate you. Nobody has the right to do that to you. Enough is enough. Do not let anyone control you. You know? It is horrible when you see the manipulation that people can do to you because of their health. Have you noticed that? Sometimes it's just horrible. The manipulation because someone has an issue with his body or her body. And it's like you cannot have your own life. You have to live for this person because this person has such and such disease. No, no. That, that's not right. We all go through seasons in life when we are sick. Correct? Yeah. But you are sick. That doesn't mean that everyone is going to be sick. No. Not everyone is sick. You are sad. That doesn't mean that everyone is going to be sad. No. We'll see it from the other perspective. There are many people that are Always trying to manipulate you, control you. That's not right. In fact, it is better to be alone than with a selfish person. It's much better. You are not going to be miserable. You need to detect selfish people and stop them and say, enough is enough, my friend. You know, we are 
co-workers, you know. And uh, I like many things about you, and we can do projects together in the company, but uh, for the lunch break, I prefer to be by myself, <laughs> right? You can have customers that way. They never, never care for you. It's all about what they want. It's the true virus, my friend. Are you infected by that virus? Or are you around someone that is highly infected by that virus? <laughs> terrible, terrible disease. Only God should be your God. Nobody else. No human being has the right to become your God. Nobody has the right to become your God. Only God should be your God. No other human being. Nobody else. Who died for you, my friend? Who gave his life for you? Only him. Only the Lord Jesus. He is the only one that we need to adore. The only one that we need to obey, surrender, and worship. If he died for you, you must live for him. Live for the Lord. And be free of this true virus. But if you don't know how to do it, maybe you need to go back to the scripture and become a real child of God. Romans chapter 10 verse 9. If you openly say, Jesus is my Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from death, you will be saved. It's all that is required. So my dear friend watching today, I don't know how you feel about this message, but I know that someone out there needs to give his heart to the Lord. Join me in prayer. Dear God, I see how horrible have him. I understand how terrible it is to be selfish. I don't want to be like that anymore. Not ever again. Please help me. I surrender to you. I open my heart to you, Lord. I confess my sins before you. I need you, Lord. Please forgive me. I need to change. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever. My Lord, starting today, I want to see life in people exactly as you do. Please help me, Lord. Where can we be free? It's on the cross. On the cross, my friends. It's precisely the sacrificial death of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say with me. I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. Therefore, I can also declare my life is going to be great and blessed this year, 2020. Amen. Friends, you are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go with the peace of God through this week. Enjoy your family and friends. And I hope to see you soon. Amen. Anytime a heart turns from darkness to light
Anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight Anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served I know, I know, I know, I know Please remember our fundraiser, $5,000, to buy new equipment to improve our broadcast. Thank you. Thank you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.